Here we go. Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. That was a little and snafu. should I say Tiny Max Sizzle? <laughs> <laughs> was that the name? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But it's out there. It's on the podcast. We can remember it. <clears throat> Max Dizzle. The doggy Max. So, mommy's He's out. to the max, is what you're telling me. <laughs> he is. Mommy's out voting. Happy voting day. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, daddy's feeding Max. And he is doing good. He even let out a little show fart for you. He did. It's like he was waiting. <laughs> Yeah, the whole time I was feeding him, he didn't want to, didn't fart at all. And uh, I can't, I hope like sometime soon or at some point he can fart and then like baby laugh about it. That would just make, <laughs> that would make my day. <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know if it happens. Uh, but I'm sure he will find his farts funny. I do. You do. And I'm sure I'll just laugh, continue to laugh every single time, and eventually <laughs> he'll learn that he's naturally funny, and he'll laugh at himself. <laughs> I guess. I think that's how it works. Isn't that how comedians are made? I don't know, man. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but happy recording day anyway. And to you, sir. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. What's good, brother? Man, living life. You know what I mean? <laughs> the weather has uh, has gone back to being fall, so that's real nice. Yeah. Had a few fires over the weekend and smoked a few stoves. Nice. It's pretty fantastic. That's the life, as far as I'm I concerned. do have to, uh, I have to tell you, <laughs> I tried my... Well, not my, but the crock pot smoke hack that I yes. found and yes. talked about here on the podcast. Do tell. So, yeah, the result is in. And we did a, uh, a young chicken. Mm-hmm. How old was he? Oh, I don't know. Probably six months old. Yeah. I don't know, man. How old's <laughs> a young chicken? <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, I did everything right. And dude, did it for a few minutes over 10 hours, right? Low and slow. Wow. So pop the top off, pull the chicken out, let it set for a few minutes, go to debone it 
and literally the meat just f- came off of the bone, dude. You just slid that bone right out like it was butter. So tender, so freaking juicy. We did the 17th Street Magic Dust, so a lot of flavor. But, but. barely a hint of smoky flavor. <laughs> barely a hint? Yeah. Um, how about on I, the scale of 1 to 10, like... Uh, one and a half. Point five. One and a half. Really? There, there were some bites had a little more smoke, and you really got like, oh, okay. But honestly, it was just a super tender, juicy, scrumptious, freaking baby, young, whatever chicken. Not a baby chicken, but huh. anyway. So, interesting. I don't know, man. I, I want to try like doing something else. I got a pork loin. I'm going to try it this week and I'm going to add some more um, wood chips and maybe a little bit more water and try and see if I can acquire a smoke flavor. But at this point, I'm not convinced that smoking chicken in a crock pot or anything in a crock pot really uh, works. Yeah, I, I would I would venture to say that, like we talked about, you'd probably get... A lot better smoke flavor doing it on your gas grill and putting the wood chips over direct heat in a box, in a metal uh, wood chip box Yeah, that you can get on Amazon for 20 bucks. Right, right. Well, I wanted to try it. I tried it. I'm going to try it again, like I said, beef it up a little, see if it works better. But now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. Yeah, so. All you youngins don't know nothing about that. <laughs> Them young bucks don't know nothing about no G.I. Joe. Um, That's pretty cool, man. Well, I, over the weekend, smoked another pork butt. It was my parents' last weekend in Detroit for the year. And, um... I had them come over to spend time with both boys before they go out of uh, go out of state for the winter. Cheers to the lions, by the way. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, cheers to the lions. So we actually talked with you and Micah on the way back from the airport as you were stuck in horrific traffic, and uh, Micah claims. And I don't know if you chimed in at this, but he claims that it was actually better than the 16-hour smoke that you did when we were there. Yeah. So my question would be, do you think because you had two going the last, like, when we were there, and then you only had one this time? Um, honestly. Or does that matter? I like, don't what, know. what makes it better? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I think I had a more consistent smoke on it this time than I did gotcha. before. Because um it was a little bit larger and I I did it I did a lot of it with super high heat. So um it had a lot of bark on it. So I think this one had a lot more bark to it than the one before. And then when I tore this one apart, 
I did put a lot of magic dust on top of it while it was still hot right after I, I pulled it. And I don't oh. think I used as much. I don't think I used as much magic dust the last time. So that probably has something to do with it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, also, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's my boy. Maybe he just wanted to make me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know. Well, either way, I hands down know it was better than our faux smoked young hen yeah. chicken, whatever. Yeah. Dude, it's not easy, you know, taking your time and it, it takes a lot of patience to smoke meats. And there really is a nice art to it that I'm learning. And it's quite fun. So my boy Matt, he's bringing his family at the end of the month, right before Thanksgiving. Oh, so we were talking. From Minnesota? From Minnesota. So we were talking about needing an interview and how we failed and skipped October for an interview. Mm -hmm. Totally on accident, not on purpose. Um, but we did do a few in person, so I don't know if that makes up for it. I think it kind of makes up for it, but Matt is coming, so maybe we can do an interview with Matt. Well, show this month, you said? Yeah. So. Dude, let's do it. The sun, so that episode can come out. He'll be here the week before Thanksgiving. So. Okay. Um. Possibly we can get an interview in then, and then uh, we won't be so shit-faced and probably have a little bit better of a conversation. Well, I was going to say we should probably do it a little earlier, so it's not like, I'm too drunk to talk about this now. But no. What we'll, do you think about this deep fucking topic? <laughs> well, we'll, I don't know. We'll work it out, but I know he said that he w- he would love to be on the podcast. Um, so Faux I think it'd be a perfect time to do it since we'll be here together. So I'm down, man, for reals. So Matt can be our Matt, the funeral director, contractor, father, husband, extraordinaire. We'll be here and, uh, we can hook it up. I think it'd be a good thing. So, Duh. And then girls can keep Matt, uh, Max and um, Micah be here that weekend as well hanging out so it'll be fun I think it'll be fun so there you go weekend update like it love it Gonna Max do is it. smiling at me while his he's, eyes are closing he's working on another fart I think so he's so milk drunk right now dude Look at him. He is. <laughs> I would freaking love to be. I'm gonna drunk. see if I can capture this, and we'll have to we'll have to post it out on the instas. As he's sitting here cooing. Look at him. Look Ow. at him. So when you guys were here, you did some bomb ass pictures. And um, we got some magnets made for the refrigerator and put together some 
baby announcements. And um, I finally dumped the pictures off of the camera that you gave us as a gift. And um, we got some incredible pictures in between the session. Um, Word. Of the family. So we got to get those out to you guys so you guys can see them. Yeah, for pretty, sure. Pretty impressive for a couple novices. People that don't know shit about cameras. But I have been doing some YouTube research on the Canon and, and how to use it properly. So I'm learning a few things. That's what's up. Yeah. Only so, got one life to live. You might as well learn what you can. Right. Right. Oh, big boy. Which... Yeah, I kind of want to get into a thought process, but <clears throat> well, no, I'm going to save that for when we have the the full length because it's going to be more than a 15 minute combo, I think. Okay. But you had sent me a link, yes. um, to an article. I don't know if you want to set it up or if you want me to, but yeah. So uh, the article that I sent you was basically along the lines of one of our last topics where we talked about forgiveness. But in Benton Harbor, Michigan, there's a guy who is a black guy and a white cop um, who both ended up going to prison. But the the cop saw the black guy out on the street and um, accused him of dealing drugs, falsified the reports, and um, and wrongfully, con- you know, got him convicted. And he ended up doing four years in prison on a wrongful conviction. The dude was actually just out and about, and he wasn't doing anything wrong at all. And um, and this cop basically threw him in jail. And it later turned out, just before everybody gets defensive and says, why has it got to be like that, you know, just because it's a white cop and a black guy? Well, the cop ended up committing more crimes, falsifying more reports, planting drugs on people, uh, stealing money, stealing from the precinct, um, and, and just doing a bunch of bad stuff. And he ended up getting caught and confessed to throwing the guy in prison as they started going through his, uh, his, uh, arrests record and all that found out that you know they pulled this guy up hey this guy's doing some hard time in prison right now for drug dealing and the cop confessed to basically falsifying the reports because he wanted to get another drug bust on it on his record to make himself look good yeah i have a i have the article pulled up right here it's from uh cbsnews.com and we'll put a link in the show notes to it but uh quote i falsified the report former benton harbor police officer andrew collins admitted and then quote basically at the start of the day i was going to make sure i have another drug arrest and in the end he put an innocent guy in jail that guy being um jameel collins well that's the cop that's jameel mcgee is the falsified dude but then that's not the end of the story 
No, it gets it's not. a little more zany. <laughs> Go for it. What's the end of the story? Oh, okay. This is, you know what I'm <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to, but go ahead. Um. Well, so uh, apparently Benton Harbor is a small town. The article says maybe a little too small. Um. So all this went down in 2005, by the way. So. And now we're current current year, and it says last year, so I'm assuming 2018. By sheer coincidence, they both ended up at faith-based employment agency Mosaic, where they now work side-by-side in the same cafe. I don't know why I said that weird. In the that same cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of the little thing over the E, man. Um, and it was in those cramped quarters that the bad cop and the wrongfully accused had no choice but to have it out. Um, apparently, Collins explained, and I quote, I said, honestly, I have no explanation. All I can do is say I'm sorry. <clears throat> From there, McGee says, that was pretty much what I needed to hear. And now they're friends. And doing life together and uh imagine that colin said and i just started weeping because he doesn't owe me that i don't deserve that so pretty crazy story man like that's that's not a common outcome of something or at least we don't hear about these moments you know yeah I, i find it fascinating apparently the two of them both found christ at some point yep probably being part of this faith-based organization. Yeah, we're only quoting certain parts of this. You can read on your own. Yeah. And and but essentially it does mention that. um the guy wrongfully convicted and lost who lost 4 years of his life basically decided to forgive the guy. It's pretty crazy because I mean <clears throat> I don't know, like I don't know if I could do that, you know what I mean? I mean, four years of your life, dude. Yeah, four years of his life gone. For absolutely nothing. Just because this guy needed to punch his freaking quota for the week. Right. Yeah. So, the guy, um, apparently, he must have had one radical conversion. Because, I don't know, I probably still would have punched the guy's lights out. Um, which would have got me in more trouble, threw me right back in prison, I'm sure. But um, it's a hard thing to lose that many years of your life. And I know so many people have lost even more than that. Um, but I don't know, dude. I, I wouldn't have been able to do it myself. You know, I know for sure I, I, I'd be struggling with some unforgiveness. But apparently... um. Now, according to that article, these guys are actually very good friends. Yeah. So that's um, that's miraculous as far as I'm concerned. And a good testimony, if it's legit, of, you know, someone truly being transformed by the love of Christ. Yeah, and I did notice there's a video to watch, which I haven't seen. I don't know if you have or no, not, but I, I didn't. I'm sure that. there's probably a little more in the video um, because they they both went on. I think 
is either just one of them or both of them went on uh, an actual interview on CBS. So, oh, okay. But that'll be that'll be in the article that we yeah post in our notes, so you can watch it if you would like. And then the last part is that they actually go around and do speaking engagements together, and they tell their story, which is quite interesting. So. I, I, that's something that I would love to see, you know, them actually tell their story. And, and, and I'm sure if they really are truly traveling around telling their story together, then um, it's got to be quite powerful, you know, to see that forgiveness in action, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but I wonder, did it say if they're going like ch to churches or the schools or like prisons? Like where are they? I wonder where they're going. No, I never got that out of the article. Because you know how like evangelists and people like travel around and speak or like, dude, do you remember um, going way back here? And uh, I grew up in white evangelical Pentecostalism. Okay, but. Do you remember the power team? Oh, yeah. I do. <clears throat> like, they could be, like, the modern-day power team. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Sort of. You, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Because, dude, what a cool thing to go into churches and, like, teach and share. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like, actual, like, real-life implications and scenario there man like yeah like you can do this like you really can forgive whoever it is that has offended you and you really can um actually find love again and have a restored hope in humanity however much that is my boy is trying to poop i know that struggle that is a poop struggle right there Um, I just think that it's something that a lot of people wouldn't be able to do. I'm one of them. I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and, and honestly, I don't know. I kind of wanted to explore the thought of why it is that people feel like they need to step on other people in order to get ahead. You know, it's not something that that I would necessarily do or have done, but I know a lot of people have. Yeah. You know, I got to think that it's some uh, selfishness that's so deep within that you don't really care what you do to other people. And in the case of this police officer, it's got to be um, a certain level of greed of power. I don't know. It's like what what goes on in the mind of a person that does something like that. You know, I I, I think a, a big part of trying to forgive someone uh, has to do with trying to understand where they come from. But with this police officer, I'm kind of struggling. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you probably have to talk to him. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. I'm just but, thinking uh, out loud here. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I 
I think we're all pieces of shit. I mean, I've said that how many times on this podcast? Yeah. Like, there's nothing good inside of me. And I don't think there's too much good inside of anyone. Because, you know, the Satan, or Lucifer, gets kicked out of heaven, and then he's given domain over this earth, and now we all live in it. Yeah. Like, Jesus doesn't have domain over the earth. Lucifer does. I think we forget that. You know what I mean? And that's biblical. I'm not saying anything that's not in the Bible. Right? Right. Now, when Jesus came, part of the cool thing that he did was he defeated death, hell, and the grave. And now, even though we live amongst this world that's wrought with sin and selfishness and desires that are whatever, we now have a way to combat that because Jesus killed it, essentially. Sure. He gave it, well, I don't know if he killed it, but I know what, what am I trying mean. to say here? Like, he defeated it. He gave us, yeah, he gave us a way to not be slaves to that. That's why he says, you know, don't be a slave to fear. Uh, right. And I don't know, man, I think, you know, outside of, of trying to follow Christ and following Christ, I, I think... People can be good. We can do good things. But at the end of the day, like it's set up to literally just be sinful and what we want, like selfish. We're all running around trying to please ourselves because we think we are the ones that need pleasure. And I don't mean like sexual pleasure. That's part of it. But I'm saying, you know. How can I get ahead? What can I do for me? Well, fuck that guy and fuck that lady and, you know, fuck this group of people. Like, it's all, it's all for me. It's all about me and how do I make myself richer and more famous and better and more secure with more friends and people that like me. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. All of our lives are all about us and that's never going to change. Right. Not until we don't live in this earth in this body in this i mean we were cursed from the garden we now wear clothes and there are consequences for our reaction or for our actions and they're not always good (laughs) they're usually bad and now we all die and this is kind of getting to something i wanted to talk about but i'm gonna pause there and we'll go into that a little more but it's it's crazy man like i can see the side of this guy like doing it yeah and being like yeah fuck that guy black or white whatever it probably just so happens that the race thing is in there because obviously the race thing with cops now is what it is and has been and i'm not trying to demean it and i'm not trying to worship it i'm just saying that's a fact right no doubt about it Either way, this guy takes an easy way out to make him to better himself. Yeah. And I think we all do that on different levels. So your question, I guess I'm going around the barn to get in the door here, but 
I think to answer your question, like, what was that guy thinking? I think it's probably not too far off from what we think. Yeah. It's just how far are you willing to go? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. How far are you willing to go in order to get on top? I mean... You know, another thing that I thought was just ridiculous is the fact that he only did a year and a half in prison, the cop. Yeah, I didn't make that didn't make sense either because this wasn't like the only thing either. I mean, he'd done other things. Right. Right. So he only gets a year and a half where this guy did four years and then got exonerated. I mean, how many years was he gonna be in there? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And drug Which I guess goes back to a, a previous conversation of you know how do we determine consequences for breaking laws and you know all that stuff but exactly yeah exactly so i mean who knows the cop probably had a really good lawyer and the the guy accused didn't you know that could be the case or you know i i know we talked about it before saying justice is blind but, I mean, the reality is justice is green. You, you can get as much justice as you're able to pay for these days, unfortunately, because of the corrupt system. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think in all in all, this story, uh, it's probably what they really want to highlight is just the story of redemption and the, um, you know, the ability... Maybe they weren't trying to do it, I guess. But what I'm trying to get out of it is God's ability to change people's hearts, to make them, you know, to enable them to love again and to forgive. And it, it just speaks to not only the, the ability of God, but the character of this, of this man who was accused, convicted, and lost four years of his life. You know, you know the sucky part too is that when he goes to apply for a job, they're going to ask him, have you ever been to prison? (laughs) You know? Well, which is why they both found themselves in the same employment. Yeah. Uh, What do you call it? Mosaic, as they called it in the article, but the uh, faith-based organization that, that employed them both. Yeah. And so it's, uh, there needs to be a lot of justice reform and, and shit like that. And there's no way we can tackle it on this podcast. But um, I, just, I just think it's pretty amazing, you know, God's ability to change people's hearts and people's ability to respond to that love that they've received and in turn show forgiveness and love to other people. I think that's a high point that should be highlighted. For sure, it's, you know, it's kind of a little breath of fresh air amongst all the other shit we consume in the news and the media. Man, ain't that the truth. Death and war and cancer and fucking bombs and like... And impeachments. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, This, this actually was a breath of fresh air. So... Anyway, cool. Good combo. Um, on another note, 
I I put some notes in the in the uh, brain dumps folder. Um, Veterans Day is coming up. Actually, not Veterans Day. Yeah, Veterans Day is coming up, but um, the birthday of the Marines are coming up, so I want to talk about that later too. So, simplify, motherfucker. <laughs> we can't let each other forget. Let this be the reminder. So, sweet. We'll get there. Yes. All right. Cool, man. Uh, peace, love, and hair grease. You can find us on all social medias at Unchurched Pod and uh, our website, Unchurched Podcast at WordPress.com. Uh, let us know what you think. You know, would you have been able to forgive the guy? Would you be able to, you know, let God change you in such a way where you can become very good friends with the person that screwed you over uh let's talk about it we'd love to hear your opinion so let go and let god brother (laughs) peace peace